I'm Amarachi Crystal, and you're listening to Life by Amarachi Podcast, where I and my guests share our life experiences and inform you from an analytical and mental health perspective. Make sure you subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes I upload. Subscriptions are now on a monthly basis for as low as 99 cents per month to as high as $9.99 per month. Donations are also welcome through the support link on Linktree and Cash App. If you cannot financially support, share the podcast with your community to grow the podcast listenership. Don't forget to leave a comment or review and a voice message that can be highlighted on an episode. All subscriptions, donations, voice messages, and episode links will be in the show notes. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing? Hey guys, so how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your energy? Mine a couple of minutes ago was on 10. My emotions, my, I mean, I'm safe, I'm sound, I'm at home, I'm in my bedroom. You can hear some noise in the background. I have no control over that, nor do I want to stop recording because of that. So we're just going to enjoy that a little bit and, um, and continue and continue on the show. But I'm doing fine. I'm safe. I'm sound. I'm alive. I'm breathing mentally and emotionally. Am I doing okay? Today, emotionally, I'm doing great. Mentally, I'm doing fabulous. But a couple of weeks ago, bruh, a couple of weeks ago, I could not have told you this. I could not have told you that I was doing okay. I mean, I'm still not completely okay, but I'm better. At least today, I'm better. Very well better. But a couple of weeks ago, I would have to say I was in rumination. I was in rumination and the doubts took over. You know, when depression comes in, especially unwarranted, because I'm like, what happened that I'm depressed right now? Obviously, some things are shifting and changing in my life. Some things are shifting and changing in my interests. Some things are also shifting and changing in my wants and my needs and also my goals in life. Like my perspectives is shifting. I'm, I say continuously that I'm shedding because I am shedding because I'm actively, actively in healing mode right now. I've been in healing mode since 2018. I mean, I've been in healing mode kind of throughout my entire life. But what I mean is intentionally, I've been in healing mode 2018 because that's when I realized that I needed to stop what I was doing at that point and focus my attention on myself. So I'm still doing that now as, you know, we experience an entire pandorama and we're moving into what the world looks like with this new virus that exists. All of that is also affecting my healing in some senses. But I will have to say they're not affecting it in a hyper negative way that they used to affect it. Or at least I'm not, I'm not coping in the same way that I used to cope. So all the triggers that are coming up are being handled with a lot more care. So I am depressed in the moment right now. I'm going through depression. I'm feeling the episode is is not quite gone, is still there. But I will have to say today is a lot better. I do feel a lot lighter than I did a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I have to just acknowledge that depression is always 
going to live with me for the rest of my life and it might ease up a little bit or not last as long depending on how quickly I start my coping mechanisms and you know, my healing processes. But at this point, at this moment, I didn't expect to be depressed. I didn't, I didn't think I was going to be depressed, but I, you know, it's something that happens to me and something that I can't quite grasp where it's coming from or how it's affecting me. Um, it could be from like a dream that I've had that I don't remember when I wake up. It could be a memory that pops up that, you know, that's very intrusive. Like a lot could come into the factor. It could also be things that are actually happening around me that are proving themselves to be unsafe and unhealthy. So it's, a, it's layered, it's layered. This time around, I will have to say that this episode that I'm experiencing is coming from a very layered space. It's coming from doubts of my career, judgments that I have of myself, my relationship with my family, my friendships, pasts, my current friendships, um, my financial status, like it's my, my living situation is coming from a lot of similar spaces that it used to come from, but in this age that I'm in now, it's enveloping in a very different way, you know? So this episode is kind of going to speak a little bit about that, and that is going to speak about healing and how that looks like for me. Also, this episode is influenced by the fact that I hate that term, time heals all wounds. <laughs> so if you haven't recognized in the title already, that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's not a new topic, um, but it's a topic that came to me right now today and and I want to discuss it. So let's get into that. We have proof of that because think of how many things felt like the end of the world when you were experiencing them. And now you can oh, look yeah. back and you have no, I mean, obviously you still remember it. It still has, you know, it's a thought bubble, but it doesn't have an emotional charge in your body. You know, like mm -hmm. there's certain people and relationships. I can see them now and completely be aware of what our experience was, but I, I don't feel the same things. There's no trigger, yeah. nothing kicks up, you know, and that feels good because it's a reminder, like you said, if you just sit through those temporary feelings, mm -hmm. they will pass. But I think to this whole thing about like time heals all wounds, I don't necessarily always agree with that. Time can mm -hmm. pass. And look at our parents. A lot of time has passed in their lives and their wounds yeah. are still there. You know, it's like you. there's an... an uh, a place in time for time, yes, it will help. But I also think we have to be intentional about what you're doing during that time to tend to those wounds, no? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I think time heals all treated wounds. There but we you go. don't have to treat it. That's the missing word, okay? Yeah. That clip was of Francesca Medina, who normally goes by Hey Friend Hey. She's um she's a creative. She's a creative. She does a lot of things. Her hands are in a lot of things but she's mainly known for the podcast, The Friend Zone, which is one of my favorite podcasts ever. That episode solely was on their Patreon episode, but someone posted the clip on, on their Instagram. So I was able to grab that post and repost it. That's why you kind of hear a little bit of the cuts in, in between the clips. I mean, I'm gonna have to just pay for the month just to watch that episode that she did with Crystal. That's the other voice on the clip. Crystal is very much known for the podcast. She's on called The Read. These two podcasts are my favorite. And these two women are close friends or best friends, so to speak. And I, I'm always inspired by what they do. They kind of inspired me to, into, into creating this podcast myself and just, you know, running my mouth in the way that I do. Um, but that clip is 
what this episode is about. It is, and it's, it's very timely. It's immensely timely because I just experienced something that I had to kind of draw a boundary towards and thinking to myself that why didn't I do this when I was younger? Of course, because I didn't know, you know what I mean? That I just didn't know how to do this. I didn't know how to draw boundaries when I was younger. So I allowed a lot of family members to cross my boundaries and in my current state of healing and the work that I've been doing to kind of get over a lot of what I've experienced in my childhood, specifically by my siblings, um, my parents as well, definitely, but it followed down the line by my siblings as well. And my last episode was about that, where I shared a little bit about that dynamic, but I was thinking to myself saying, time doesn't really heal a lot of the wounds. Time didn't heal a lot of my wounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I just didn't tend to my wounds in the way that I knew how to tend to them at the time, nor did I have examples of even how to really tend to a lot of brokenness within myself and within the relationships I have with other people. I didn't have examples of that growing up. So now that I'm in it, now that I'm working on healing all of my wounds, I'm I'm now granting myself the time to heal and a lot of what I had to learn throughout therapy and outside of therapy is that I needed to give myself a lot more self-compassion and the best way for me to do that is to draw boundaries because I grew up in a very enmeshed household where boundaries were very blurred. I have to now create those boundaries that should have been implemented within the household. Those boundaries that should have been implemented within the relationships I've had with people that I grew up with. And that is taking a little bit of a toll, but it's also healing a lot of my wounds. Like Crystal said, time heals treated wounds. And I'm glad I'm in a space where I'm treating my wounds. But I do want to delve a little bit deeper into what that entire saying looks like, what that entire saying actually means, and why that entire saying is not completely accurate, but also can be very accurate. So in the next segment, we're going to delve a little bit deeper into time healing all wounds. <laughs> So as you all know, as you all know, I love, I love, I love Very Well Mind. They are just a, a great platform to get a lot of mental health articles and a lot of mental health aid in a sense. I had an idea that they'll have an article that speaks about time healing all wounds and they actually do. The title of the article is Time Heals All Wounds. Is there any truth to this? by Morgan Mandriota. And the medical review in this article is by Carly Snyder, MD. I'll post a link, obviously, of this article. So definitely take a look at it. And now we're going to go straight into the article. Here it goes. If you ever thought that all you needed was a few months to get over something traumatic, trust that you are not alone. Most of us have been there and believed the same thing before. After all, the popular cliche, time heals all wounds, is used by many people for good reason. But is it completely true? Yes and no. Although it may take away some of the pain, sorrow, and other negative emotions associated with an experience, time on its own is not a healer. 
Whether you are going through a breakup, grieving a loss of a loved one, or going through something else emotionally taxing, plenty of other important factors are involved in the healing process. In this article, you will learn why the cliche that time heals all wounds may not be fully true. What is time's actual role in healing? According to licensed psychologist and owner of the Baltimore Therapy Group, Heather C. Lyons, PhD, time essentially equates to opportunity. Therefore, how someone heals over time ultimately depends on how they decide to use that opportunity to shape their present and future circumstances. She explains that people can use time to gain insights, healthier relationships, and an orientation towards growth. Some people will use time as an opportunity to collect experiences that orient them towards their values and dilute or challenge difficult experiences, she says. For example, people can connect with friends, develop new relationships, or engage in activities they find rewarding to aid in the healing process. Time also allows for reflection on the difficult experience in a way that promotes insight and ability to move on, says Heather Z. Lyons, PhD. She notes that this is contrast with rumination, which is reflection that does not integrate thought and emotion. Rumination is usually all emotion or all thought. Healthy reflection integrates the two to help people gain new understandings, she explains, noting that when people ruminate, they usually confirm negative beliefs, they usually confirm negative beliefs about themselves and others. For example, this may include a belief like, I knew he'd leave me, that's just the way all men are, or I won't let my guard down next time so I don't get hurt. It's possible and highly likely that time will not heal all wounds for several reasons. So what can prevent someone from healing as time goes on? The following things may prolong your healing even though a notable amount of time has passed. One, remaining fixated on something like how a harsh breakup ended. Two, refusing to let go of betrayal by holding a grudge. Three, denial that something has happened. Four, not forgiving yourself or a person who was accountable for the wound or trauma. Five, not having a solid support system or emotional outlet to express your emotions. Six, resorting to unhealthy coping and or distraction mechanisms. Seven, relying on drinking or taking drugs to numb pain associated with the event. In addition to ruminating, people can use time to support the limiting beliefs that they have that keep them stuck in a cycle of negative experiences. They find themselves stuck and living in the past as though no time has elapsed after the experience of a difficult event, says Lyons. Of course, some experiences are so traumatic that they leave us scarred for a while, and this scarring is our brain's way of keeping us healthy, she says. Some factors differentiate those who move on with time and those for whom time seems to provide the opportunity to become more entrenched in a loss, trauma, or other difficult experiences, says Lyons. Essentially, how you utilize your time is directly correlated to how well and how quickly you will heal. So let's take a look at some factors that help facilitate the healing process. Integrate lessons you've learned. People need the opportunity to express their pain in ways that marry insights and emotions, says Lyon. This could mean creating art based on your experience, making music, creating journal entries, or writing stories. 
Ultimately, you can express your pain in a way that feels cathartic and healing to you so it doesn't stay bottled up or turn into an unhealthy expression down the line. Honor your emotions. Give yourself grace to fully process your emotions. This is especially important after experiencing a traumatic situation like a breakup, a death, or a physical injury. Release any judgment associated with the experience and allow yourself to accept and feel whatever comes up for you in order to move past it. Receive support. Lyons notes that people benefit from social support. So spend time with those you trust who can offer you emotional support in your time of need. This can be friends, family, or a trained professional, like a therapist or coach. Align your actions with your values. People benefit from engaging in activities that help them live lives aligned with their values, says Lyons. So pursue the hobbies you enjoy and make new memories doing what you love to help yourself achieve a deeper sense of healing. Techniques to speed up the recovery process. Instead of solely depending on time to heal your wounds, there are other areas that you can focus on to promote healing. To achieve a deeper sense of healing, you can try any and all of the following techniques. One, spend time with loved ones. Two, connect with new potential friends and partners. Three, journal. Four, meditate. Five, improve your physical health. Six, collect new experiences example, travel, meeting people, etc. Seven, practice gratitude for all the positives in your life. Eight, practice forgiveness towards yourself and those who hurt you. Nine, practice self-reflection and fully process your emotions. Ten, lean on your support system. Eleven, speak with a therapist or a life coach. Twelve, pursue creative outlets to to channel your emotions, examples, art or music. Lyons reminds readers that when we open ourselves up to new people and experiences, we also retrain our brain to understand that yes, there are places and relationships that are dangerous, but there are also places and relationships that are safe. A word from very well. Time heals all wounds is one of the most popular sayings, but it may not be completely true. Although time is not exactly a healer, it can have healing purposes. Ultimately, though, it's up to you to find ways to achieve healing during the time that passes after experiencing a wound or trauma. Try not to guilt yourself if you heal slower than you want to. Everybody heals on their own timeline, so offer yourself grace and patience during this time. If you find it difficult to overcome an experience, consider seeking the help of a therapist or qualified mental health professional. An experienced professional will be able to guide you through the healing process in ways that offer much deeper healing than time alone can offer. But in this article, it really highlighted a lot for me. I'm glad that the licensed psychologist talked about rumination because in my actual life, that happens a lot when I'm experiencing a depressive episode. When I'm in depression, I ruminate. And when I'm in rumination, like she said, it just emphasizes a lot of the doubts that I already think. It just 
affirms that negativity and then I'm trapped in this whirlwind of a negative mindset. Learning how to get out of that has become a lot more easier for me now because I've been implementing a lot of very positive coping practices. Also honoring the practices that I used to have that will still come into space for me and that for me is growth in my healing. And this topic in this episode is just helping me realize that I have to kind of ease off a little bit. I mean, I'm, my therapist tells me this all the time about giving myself a lot more compassion, being a lot more compassionate with myself and just knowing that it's okay for me to have human experiences and not punish myself regardless of whatever. And for me, I'm adding this onto it. Regardless of stigma, I'm not going to punish myself. I may not be able to do anything about the stigma that's out there in the world and how people want to paint their own photos. I have no control over them. What I do have control over is how I paint my photo, how I paint my life, who I allow into my space. That's what I have control over. I don't have control over what anyone else is doing. They could do exactly what they're doing. They could be in their world and paint whatever picture they want. That has nothing to do with me. Participating in any enmeshed relationship with anybody. Nope, we're not doing boundaryless relationships anymore. That's not what's going to happen. And for me in particularly, not having boundaryless relationships helps my healing with time. <laughs> it helps my healing with time. I'm just saying, I'm proud of who I am today than I've ever been before. I may not be completely sold on the kind of life I have because I am still healing, I am still learning, and with that, it's going to open up a lot of doors for me, and I will have to shed something in order for something else to grow. It's kind of like the seasons, it's like fall. I will have to shed some leaves to bring in new leaves, and with that, folks, I'm going to sign off. I'm going to sign off with this episode. I hope this episode at least incited something in you that can help you within your own healing journey and your growth journey. And I hope to do more of these quick and easy episodes just to kind of bring in a little warmth and enlightenment into your life. But again, thank you so much for listening and I'll check you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening and sharing space with me today. I hope this episode served you in your journey. And remember to take care of yourself and your mental health because you all deserve it.